0: And nobody's falling in love. Everybody here needs a shove. And nobody's coming undone. Everybody here's afraid of fun. And nobody's getting any. Wait, I said the wrong way around. Let's try again. Nobody's falling in love. Everybody here needs a shove. And nobody's getting any touch. Everybody thinks that it means too much. And nobody's coming undone. Everybody here's afraid of fun. And nobody's getting any play. It's the saddest night out in the USA. Those are the lyrics by LCD Sound System and their song Beat Connection, Connection, from which the name of this whole enterprise comes from. Hello, you're listening to Saddest Night Out episode. My name is Roy, I'm the host of this daily podcast. This is another episode I'm not interviewing anybody, so feel free to switch off now if that's mainly what you're looking for. I will play some original music this time though, although yesterday's episode, I I think the montage I played counts as original music because I don't think anyone has ever played those riffs together like that before. But today's episode, yeah, I'm not interviewing anyone and I am, if you can tell from the noise in the background, in the kitchen again. It is a glorious day outside. we I had heard rumours that snow was on the horizon, apparently the so-called beast from the east is always due to return imminently, but it actually looks a bit like summer outside. So you might hear in the background the neighbours have got a bit of music playing and some kids doing what kids do in the garden. And I am doing what I do best, what I pride myself on, washing dishes. And I'm also making plans for the at least immediate future. A couple of episodes ago, I alluded to some good news happening in the family. And more good news has come down the pipeline as well. So I too am looking to create my own good news. So the name of this, pod, this episode will be I pressed send because that is exactly what I have started to do. I mentioned many episodes ago how I wanted to start reaching out to people I'd met. By the way, I really hope you don't hear a rustling in this recording because I'm trying not to make the microphone on my headphones brush up against anything. So, I mentioned a few episodes ago that I wanted to start reaching out to people I know to have them feature on the podcast. And that is what I have done. I've dipped my toe tentatively into that pool, starting with... Jumping in the DMs, the most up-to-date method of communication. So I started with Instagram, reached out to a few people I had met, most likely at gigs or people whose gigs I had seen, and put forward the humble request that they make a guest appearance on a future episode. What I am aiming to do is fill my calendar with appointments with people that I'd like to talk to, because the nature of this podcast, it kind of comes back to Kanye West piped up on Twitter recently, I think it was yesterday, today is Wednesday the 18th of April, so I think it was yesterday, Tuesday the 17th, that Kanye piped up again on Instagram, not Instagram, on Twitter, which meant that school was back in session, and there was more wisdom to be gleaned from him, I'm a big fan. And in one of the messages I'm kind of paraphrasing, but he said something along the lines of be as uh transparent as possible. Don't play these like mental games of chess and try and hoard anything or anything like that. Just be open with what you have and share. And the end goal should be to like lift as many people as possible. I might be adding that last bit. But that ties in neatly with the ethos behind Saddest Night Out. Which was just about, I. first of all, I realise I sound a bit like Schmidt from that TV show New Girl, but I really do think me and Kanye would just be the best of friends. We're, we're on such a similar frequency. He, he just gets me, you know? <laughs> but that is what he said there, what he espoused, is not too dissimilar to what my plan is with this podcast. <sighs> I've missed recording in the kitchen. It just feels right, you know? It's the spiritual home of this show. Uh, yeah, so I wanted, because part of why I've taken so long to do anything creatively and see it through, to so the point I don't want to share it with other people, is that you, I always had this latent fear that I need to arrive fully formed and already work out every angle on how I'm going to do everything so that once I arrive, everything is foolproof. But when you do that, it's really easy to keep moving the goalposts, to keep moving the finish line and never actually get to a point where you are ready because there will always be a new variable that you have to consider before you can actually make that next step which just means you're forever putting yourself back. So when I started to press record on this thing, funnily enough in the very spot I'm standing in now, the plan was to completely undo and to completely let go of that notion that you have to be playing some Game of mental chess and outthink everyone else and arrive fully formed and everything completely planned out. And instead, arrive with nothing but your intentions and then just work towards fulfilling them and involve others where possible. That was another thing I was afraid to do. I didn't really want to tell anyone that I made music. I always felt, and I still do to a certain degree, feel a bit embarrassed about it. It feels weird. I've always felt like I'm not the kind of person who can say, yeah, I make music. And I think part of that ties into being from an immigrant family. When you know your parents have left behind everything they knew to pursue something in a foreign place, whatever you do acts as a measurement of how worthwhile that your parents' decision was. So if your parents left, and my parents are from my family is from Uganda. So my parents left Uganda. I moved here when I was like eight months. So if your parents left their home country, the idea is that you as their child will make good on that investment. So you'll go to university, you'll study a proper trade, be it accountancy or law or doctor. or Just something that they can report back to home and say, yep, we made the right decision because now our child is doing this. And I am not doing that. So I've always felt and I always still carry around a certain amount of guilt and shame about that. So I wouldn't really want to talk about what it is I want to do, which is very counterintuitive to what I want to do. In fact, one of my friends, Kenneth, who featured previously and who will feature again, I think he's something of a fan favourite. I have no data to back that up, but I enjoyed having him, so I hereby declare him a fan favourite. He, I think it was him or another friend, Dexter, who said that, so, like, what's your Instagram etc.? I'm guessing you want to put the word out there. And I was hesitant, and he said, but isn't that like, the point, don't, isn't the whole point of you doing this to gain publicity? Don't you want the word out there? And that's absolutely right, I should, but it still feels a little uncomfortable to say, hi, I, I do this. Uh, but that discomfort shouldn't stop me from you know, being vocal about what it is I want to do. Because Otherwise, how will anyone know what it is you're doing if you're not the one you have to be a, your own loudest cheerleader before anyone else will start cheering for you so when I, yeah when I started this, it was to remove all airs and graces and just get to the meat of what it is I want to do and start start with a ske- so I get, get to the skeleton, get to the root of what I want to do and grow from there so I have reached out to a couple of well. There's one person, Alex, who features in the Corinthians episode. She has an enterprise of her own that involves alcohol. I'll leave it at that. You'll find out more when I have my episode with her, but I intend to talk to her again. The the episode at the White Stripes, I keep saying White Stripes, at the Jack White Show. I spoke to a person named Wes who was in who was at the back of the queue. She has her own enterprise that involves visual arts. And she has a show coming up, so I will be talking to her at that as well. I'll be talking hopefully, if all goes well, I'll be talking to Alex next Sunday because she has it's called a bottle share club. It's Black Malt Bottle Share Club. And I believe it's a it's about tasting independently brewed beers and lagers and alcoholic beverages of all kinds. That entire world is completely alien to me, so I look forward to finding out more. Wes works in visual arts, and she'll be working with an artist. In fact, the, their date of this show hasn't been announced, but it will be around the 14th of May that I speak to her again, again if all goes well some of the members of the band Nova Cub who I've mentioned previously I look forward to talking to them again they've got a show coming up on the 10th of May at the Victoria in Dalston which is actually where I spoke to Corinthians uh, there's a photographer named Chloe Shepherd who is very popular on Instagram and has worked with the likes of Charlie XCX among others my mind's kind of going blank here I'll go into more detail if and when these plans go through, and I really hope they do. And there's another gentleman by the name of Dylan who has his own podcast, the name of which escapes me. I left a review for them as well on iTunes, and I I I might put it all in the show notes, but all of these are just plans. Nothing has been confirmed yet, as in dates, etc. So I might be talking about this, and then this time next month I won't have spoken to certain people. I don't know. I hope I do, but nothing is... What's that Kanye West song? Nothing comes... Ah, I can't remember. It's from Late, late Registration. Nothing lasts forever but be honest, babe. It hurts, but it could be the same. Nothing's ever promised tomorrow today. There we go. Yeah, so hopefully these plans go through and I'm hoping if I can put them out in the ether then maybe some sort of karmic force will help me to see it through. Funnily enough, there was that tweet from someone who was part of Beyonce's show at Coachella. He was a, one of the dancers. And he, post, he reposted a tweet he made back in like 2016. Saying, someday I'll work with Beyonce. And then two years later that dream came true. So who knows. Maybe if you put your words out there. They can come to fruition. But yes, yeah, so I started with getting back to people via DM. The next step is to jump on their emails. You might remember from a few episodes back when I said I bumped into someone on the train who was reading the Bible of all things and I thought I thought that was interesting so I started talking to him and I mentioned that I'd like to talk to him on an episode of this and he gave me his email address. I still haven't applied. Yeah, I can, be, I can be really, really bad at procrastinating. That's not even the worst of it. The song I'm going to put at the end of this episode is another original song because when it comes to releasing my own music... The first thing I want to do is release a bunch of songs that all have the same name, but don't have any specific finished body that they'll be a part of. They won't be part of an EP or an album. It'll just be a a series of songs that I release that all have the same name, and that name is Midnight. So there was an episode... I think this might be my most common phrase on this show now. A few episodes ago, I posted two versions of the same song. That song would be the first instalment of Midnight. And I'm calling it... Um, ah, why not? This might be a bit of a long episode, I don't know. I guess I'm not talking to anyone. My phone's in my pocket, so I can't tell how long I've been talking. But, i tell you what, it's about five past five now, so by ten past at the latest, I will stop. So, the plan is to have a mixtape called Midnight. Not, sorry, not my mixtape, a playlist called Midnight. Now, previously, the only other person who... I can think of who's released a playlist as a method of releasing music is Drake, his playlist More Life. But I think his was more of a mixtape, he just called it a playlist, which he is more than welcome to do. It's his work, he can call it whatever he wants. Because a mixtape is tied to a medium, it's literally there in the name, And tape, mixtape. It has a start, a middle, an end, a set sequence, it is finite. A playlist, especially in this modern age of streaming services and celestial jukeboxes, The idea of that being basically what Spotify or Apple Music or YouTube is, where you can search for any song and play it, wherever you are. With such tools at our disposal, playlists can become infinite. They have no start, middle or end. You can just pick any song and press shuffle and it can go on and on. You can forever add music to it or take music out of it, although I think you're more inclined to add music to it and let it grow and grow. There is no defined path it, it's just more music that might share a theme, perhaps maybe it's your gym playlist or your late night playlist or a party playlist, etc. You can just keep adding songs to it, put it on shuffle and it will just come as it does. That's what I intend for this series of songs that I'm all called Midnight. There's no track one of Midnight, track two of Midnight, there's no start, middle and end because they won't be collected in some finite form like an EP or an album or anything. It'll just be more and more songs that all fit that general theme. And they'll all be called Midnight. Part of the idea, there's a lot of reasons behind that, but part of it is, if all of the songs have the same name, how do you refer to one specific song? In trying to make all of the forms conform, give them the same name so they all, you know, sit neatly in a row, And actually putting them front and centre. Because now, to talk about a song, you have to sing a part of it or reference a lyric from it. I don't know. But the conversation around it changes, hopefully. That's what I had in mind anyway. So, the first... I think it was Friday's episode, maybe, when I put two versions of the same song up. That was the first song I'd like to, quote-unquote, release as Midnight. And the song I'll put at the end of this is the second song I'd like to release as Midnight. And going back to what I was saying about procrastinating, I used to do an open mic night in Kingston on Sundays before Christmas, and at one of those open mics, a guy heard what I was playing, came up to me. I, was at the, I would perform at the back of the pub, and he was sat near the front, and he came all the way up to me and said, was that your, your original song? I said, yes. He said, I really like it. My friend has a studio. Uh, give me your number. so I'll send him your song, and I think he'd, I think he'd like it too. We should record it. I said, okay, great gave him my number, then realised, damn, I should have got his number, because I don't know if he'll ever actually get in touch. But he did get in touch, and I went to his friend's studio, I think, two or three times. If you scroll back through my pictures on Instagram, you will see some pictures taken from that studio. It's a really nice place, very out of the way, kind of hidden away, but it's a real treasure. The last time I recorded with him, I think I did vocals and he said, because I am very adamant to only the chord with two guitars, bass, drums, and vocals. No synths, no additional percussion, no additional voices, just the bare bones. But he was quite keen to do, go a bit crazy in the studio and add all he could to it to you know really build something out of it. He kind of referenced the war on drugs as a sound idea that he was heading for. So I said, OK, we'll have an AB, we'll have the version I want, which is just the bare instrument, and then you can have a version as well felt was the least I could do because I was in his. he invited me to his studio free of charge. Now, I haven't heard from or spoken to that person since, I think, the early part of December last year. And the ball is entirely in my court to say hi. So, uh, we work together. What's up? Want to get together again? Part of the reason why I haven't got back in touch is because I could not afford to go back to where he is. But, again, it's just that procrastinating. Why not? Another person I haven't reached out to, there was another person who I... Did some cajon drumming for us an open mic. And he liked what I did. Because he invited me to his studio. Which was near London Fields. And then I kind of stopped going. Because I couldn't afford to... I wanted, He has a studio where you can record. And I put down... I booked myself for a session. It was about £170 for the day. But then I cancelled it. Because I couldn't afford it. But he wanted me to drum on his songs. And now I would like to get back to doing that. At least to practice drumming. And also... Because another artist played at one of the open mics and liked how I was drumming for their music and has invited me to possibly be their drummer. I'll be having a bit of an audition, rehearsal, whatever, on Monday 23rd, so the Monday next. next the next Monday from now. So I could use all of, the ex- all of the practice I can get on an actual drum kit. People say the Kahan is harder than a drum kit, but I don't know, Kahan feels a lot more instinctive, whereas an actual drum kit, trying to do fills, etc., I imagine it could be difficult, but who knows. So and also the people I'm intending to drum for there, it's a band called Peyote, P-E-Y-O-T-E. They have two very talented guitarists and singers. Very bluesy type of sound that they have. And yeah, who knows? I just might be their drummer. And we're gonna be working together on Monday and when I'm there I also intend to talk to them for the podcast. The nature of this podcast just makes it really easy for me to arrange conversations with people. Because it will just be me going in blind. I think there's a lot of interviews where the interviewer already knows everything about the subject. I just read the one with Morrissey on his website. And the interviewer honestly didn't need to be there. It was just Morrissey kind of... The guy just kept laying Morrissey up to... With compliments. Although he was very knowledgeable about Morrissey's backstory... uh, Back catalogue. They could ask about specific things, so there is that. I'm not doing that style. I'm essentially going into each conversation as blind as my audience. I don't know who this, I don't know the ins and outs of this person. So this conversation, I will be asking about their ins and outs. There might be some elements that I'm familiar with, but for the most part, I am looking to learn as much as the audience is. So instead of it just being a list of questions like, "So Wikipedia says you did this in this year. What was that like?" And then it says you worked with this person. What was that like? And then you went and toured in these places. What was that like? No, it's going to be like, so where are you touring next? What kind of music do you make? Who do you make it with, etc.? Because I don't know, and neither do you. So we shall learn together. But it being a daily podcast, it would encourage me to speak to said people repeatedly. So the next time I talk to them, then we can build upon what we spoke about before and get more in-depth and get more specific, because it would have, we would have built up a history between us. And the conversation's only about 10 minutes, so there's not too much pressure for us to cover everything in that first conversation. I mean, I mentioned in a previous episode, that might become a drinking game every time I say that. Take a drink. You might get very drunk. I spoke to the band Sea Monsters, I spoke to two members of that band, and I neglected to even ask who else was in the band. But next time I come across them, I can get into that kind of conversation. It's a bit of a win-win-win-win-win-win-win situation. Hopefully. I have yet to really run into the only big, the only real roadblock I've run into is just having to take the time to actually make each episode. But I'm getting there. All right, that's enough time. I'm gonna pull my phone out of my pocket. It's gonna tell me I've been talking for 21 minutes. Christ, sorry for another long episode. I'll end it here. So hopefully, a lot of interesting conversations in the on the horizon. I will keep you posted. I have bruises on my hand from all the kahan drumming I've been doing. So. Don't say I never gave you anything. And you can find me all the usual places, Saddest Night Out on Twitter and Instagram, saddestnightout at gmail.com. To email me, patreon.com forward slash Out should you wish to... Uh, what is the word? Something to the cause. Commit. Contribute to the cause. There you go. And with any luck, this will only grow and grow and grow, if nothing else, so that when I do have to go to certain events to celebrate certain people's certain good news... If the conversation turns to, and Roy, what are you up to? It won't just be like, oh, you know, you know, you know and I start to look at the ground and try and avoid the, conversa- avoid the question. I can say, oh, well, I spoke to so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so, and now I'm sponsored by Squarespace. Speaking of, how does one get a sponsorship with Squarespace? If I just keep advertising Squarespace now, will I eventually just get that check in the mail? Is that how it works? Someone let me know. Anyway, thank you for listening. This piece of music is called Midnight. It is... A rough demo of it, and it's the song that I started recording with that person who had a studio near Kingston. And maybe tomorrow I'll get onto the email side of things. I have to leave shortly, but hey, at least I sent out some messages and I got some yeses already, so that's encouraging. And yeah, there might not be too many episodes in the f- near future where it's just me talking because there'll be so many new friends that I'm talking to instead. Thanks for listening, and I will see you tomorrow. Take care. And now I'm going to get my phone out of my pocket. I don't think I can press stop with my headphones.
1: Ghosts keep appearing, they're the ones staring everything into the abyss. Aim for the horizons, unwelcome surprises, drown the canvas under the mist. No, he never listened, couldn't tell the difference. Even if he wanted to. My funhouse reflection does a great impression. No, of course, I can't blame you. I don't love you the way that I used to. I don't love you the way that I used to. Hearts get older and colder, it's so true. I wish I Wish I was the same person